Listen. Listening carefully, one-on-one communication. Many of my communication woes throughout my career and life can be attributed to poor listening skills. Hi, everybody. I'm Gloria Moraga. How are you doing? It's Tuesday, March 16th, 2021. Please subscribe to my podcast. Please share with others. I'd appreciate it. Communication at Work. This is part four of my series, Listen. Do you listen carefully or do you just hear words, then respond. Hearing is accidental. Listening requires thought. As some of us get older, our hearing gets a little worse. But as you grow as a person and mature, your listening skills most likely improve. For example, every Tuesday morning, the next door neighbor mows his lawn at 7 a.m. I hear the lawnmower, but I don't really listen to the sound if I can help it. If possible, I go back to sleep. Every Wednesday, I remind my daughter and grandson that it is garbage night tonight. The city empties our cans early Thursday morning. Every Wednesday, as everyone is getting ready for bed, I say again, did you put the cans at the curb for pickup? The answer is always no. No, we forgot. Or no, is it Wednesday? Or this is my favorite. No, you didn't remind us. At this point in my life, no one in my house really listens to me. And they don't hear me either. But for you, establishing excellent listening skills will help you through your career and through your life. And before I get into my career listening exploits, I want to say something about relationships. And honestly, all my career advice on communication easily relates to personal relationships. And I am equally bad at relationship communication as I was in my career as a communicator. But all of life is a learning process. As Frank Sinatra said, lifelong learning. How many times as a lover, a partner, a boyfriend said, I can't see you this weekend. And you hear, you want to break up with me. Love passion, desire, affect your listening skills. And the same is true in work situations. When you are passionate about your work, when you're stressed out at work, it's difficult to listen carefully and not take what is said personally. Just like when you're in love or lust, just like when you are in love or in lust, someone says one thing, you hear another. Why? Because you're not listening. This is why it is more important than ever to think before you speak and to listen carefully. So my listening story is from my time at Sacramento State. It is the most unpleasant story, and I have not really thought about it for years. So see, this is what I do for you. I think of these things that tormented me at one time. That's why you need to subscribe. I think about this. It comes up. I really just push it out of my mind. And I just move on because I'm happy now. I'm happy doing the work that I'm doing, part-time communications work. I was working with the new vice president, and I was the associate vice president of public affairs. I was there before him, and he couldn't wait to get rid of me, replace me. It should have been a great job. It could have been a dream job. But the vice president was a nightmare. Not only was he cruel, but he was also incompetent. And that combination produced one nasty 
fully. So he was the new vice president. I was the associate vice president. And we were hiring an internet specialist. Now, this person would manage our digital projects. He or she would write code and work with the massive IRT department on campus. And IRT stands for Information Resources and Technology. So after all the hiring process, which I did, it came down to two men. One was clean cut with limited experience. The other had long hair and a beard, but he was definitely more experienced and he was really cool. After our initial job interview, we discussed his favorite video games and, and mine. So the vice president and I had a meeting to discuss the two finalists. It was late on a Friday night, right before the campus would close for the Christmas holidays. And we wanted to make a decision to hire someone shortly after the first of the year. So that's why we were meeting so late. I said, what did you think? And he said, just like this, we are going to hire Mr. Clean. Only he said his name. I said, well, do you want my opinion on this? He sighed, just like he hates me. And he says, go ahead, Gloria. I know nobody can stop you from sharing your opinion. When he said that, I hear, shut up, you bitch. Nobody wants to hear your voice, especially me. That's what I hear. I'm not listening. Well, I had bullet points in my folder and I laid out the reasons why we should hire the long-haired, bearded gamer. I had bullet points in my folder and I laid out the reasons why we should hire the long-haired, bearded gamer hacker. My information included Gamer Hacker's experience and rave recommendations from two former employers and more. I asked the bully vice president why he preferred the Mr. Clean guy who had less experience. He also had one of his former employers who refused to answer questions about him. And all he would say was, I can confirm that he worked here, which is a red flag. Here is what the vice president responded, and I have notes on this. Because he looks suitable for the job, he will make me look good. And I'm the vice president, Gloria, not you. And that's why we're hiring him. I'm listening to this and I just want to throw up. What an asshole. Am I listening? No, I'm hearing. I'm hearing. I'm not listening. Of course, I didn't say you're an asshole and I didn't say I want to throw up. But of course, if I had thought about it instead of just responding, I would have realized that the bully's mind was made up. It was over. Just move on, Gloria. Enjoy the holidays and your few more months of being an associate vice president. Was I listening? No. Was I thinking? No. Did I shut up? No. The conversation turned into one of the most uncomfortable communication exchanges I have ever had in my professional life. And I've had a lot of uncomfortable communication exchanges. He became angrier and angrier. And I just continued to stand firm. That hacker guy was better than clean cut guy. Finally, he said, I'm ordering you to hire Mr. Clean Cut Guy, and I'm putting a note in your file that you are insubordinate. I got up to leave, and if I had been listening, and if I had not just been knee-jerking and reacting, I would have known that the note in my file meant that my boss was going to try to fire me, which he did, eventually. Wish I could say the story ended there, but it didn't. He hired Clean Cut Guy, and my boss, right at the same time, brought in the wife of one of his friends from his newspaper days. She had no management experience. She was the wife of a friend. She did not go through the hiring process, but she was eventually going to replace me. She became management bully number two. So it's late one afternoon. Bully number two is now working in our office. 
doing nothing, really. Clean Cut Guy had just posted a story on the university's homepage of the president's new welcome video. I produced the video and the content on the page, and it was beautiful. The president called the office and told bully number two how great the video and the story looked. Bully number two walked around the office, taking credit for the call from the president. At this point, Clean Cut Guy says, why are you walking around acting like you did this? It was Gloria's video and story. Well, <laughs> that did it. First, I wasn't listening to bully number two. I mean, she's an idiot, and I didn't care what the hell she thinks or says. That's my mistake. I should have been listening and managing what was happening. Well, the next thing you know, the three of us are called upstairs to the vice president's office. We're taken into the small conference room, and it's just the three of us sitting in there. And we are told by the administrative assistant that the VP is with the president and he will be in soon. At this point, I begin to read an email from campus police on my cell phone. Bully number two and clean cut guy are continuing their disagreement. I'm not listening to them. I really hate both of them. That was my second mistake. Or another mistake of many. At this time, the vice president comes in and yells, What the hell is going on? I can hear screaming down the hall. Right then, bully number two, who had been quite nasty, begins to cry. I say stupidly, the police say there's been an attack in parking garage number two. The vice president looks at me with rage and says, you are on your phone? When clean cut guy is yelling at the president's special assistant? That was no experienced wife of friend bully number two's official title. President's special assistant. I said they were having a discussion. And yes, I was worried about the police matter. A student has been injured. <laughs> I thought we were there for the students. The VP screamed, I don't care about that. Then he turned to clean cut guy and said, you can go. I was almost fired then. The vice president blamed the entire incident on me. Of course, it was my fault. I should have been listening. Clean cut guy was fired the next day. Yes, I know. It was unfair. There's no free speech when it comes to incompetent wives of friends who are hired as special assistant to the president. And the way he was fired was pretty wrong. He was escorted out of the building the following day by police. Yeah, like the police don't have more important things to do on campus. In confidence later, I was told by the vice president of human resources that I was going to be terminated. He warned me not to be surprised. I appreciated that. He was being kind. I was demoted a few weeks later. Bully number two took my job. At my demotion meeting with the vice president, he mentioned the argument that we had had in his office about the clean-cut guy and the long-haired guy. And he said, you know, Gloria, you are just not experienced enough to be my associate vice president. <laughs> I agree. And I was happy to get away from this man. Unfortunately, I still needed a job, so I stayed. And he was there. And he did bully me through bully number two and in other ways. I was eventually bullied out of my executive producer job a couple of years later. I hung on as long as possible. 
I don't know if things would have been different if I had listened a little bit better. Maybe not, but I think they could have been. I was so frazzled trying to keep up. The bullying wears on you. And I wasn't listening. Now, there are different kinds of listening. Appreciative, sympathetic, comprehensive, and critical listening. And I'm going to include links in the description. I hope my story has helped you. Please subscribe. I need your support. Are you listening? (laughs) I hope you are. Talk to each other. One-on-one. Gloria Moraga. Be safe.